0: So, accidents happen sometimes. And um, mm-hmm. what is an accident that's happened to you that is like kind of comical to you at this point that has happened in the past?
1: Oh, accidents. I mean, I, I have spilled more drinks than probably anyone in the world. Uh-huh. Let me know if that's you too, so we can both feel seen together. However, seen in shame. <laughs> <scene> and, shame. <laughs> and I have probably told this story on here before, mm-hmm. but I definitely, you know, poop my pants, run in a marathon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that I was I my pants now, I'm running a marathon. <laughs> so. Accident. That certainly Twice happened. Twice now. <laughs> <laughs> Today. <laughs> Today. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got to mile 20. And I let out a fart, and it was not a fart. <laughs> no, no, that was the no. fart that came with like um, conditions. <laughs> conditions. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. I um, luckily there was. Well, I was in an area that had like no port-a-johns yeah. at all, but I found one in a construction area, and I ran <laughs> into that one, and um, I sat down in order to like clean myself up, mm-hmm. and that was the problem uh-huh. because my body went. Oh, you finished running today Mm -hmm. and then I had to run walk the final 6.2 miles Mm -hmm. and it was excruciating I'm sure I'm sure like I really wanted to have stopped then Mm -hmm. but I felt like it took me as long to do that 6.2 miles as it had to run that 20 but it didn't right it's totally didn't yeah it felt like it did sure um, because of agony because of agony Mm -hmm. right that is the far more (laughs) far more painful than yours (laughs) that far literally (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that is the last mm-hmm. marathon I I ever ran. Yeah. I've only ever run half marathons since, which mm-hmm. half marathons always feels great. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I I don't have any desire to run a full marathon ever again. Mm-hmm. You know. Kudos to those who do and love it. I love that that's the thing you love, mm-hmm. and I know that I can also enjoy the outside and enjoy being physically active without running marathons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how about for you? Well, I mean, if this is turned into a when
0: have you pooped your pants? <laughs> well. <laughs> um, accidents. Um, I remember when I was young, it happened because I farted and I thought that it was a fart, but it wasn't. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I tried to blame the dog about it. (laughs) Oh, The dog got into my pants and and pooped in my pants. Well, I mean, not like that. But most recently, I had a really... So I had COVID for the first time this year. Mm -hmm. Um, And I... Yeah, let's blame COVID. Sure, I'm going to. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had like a really... Pretty okay. Like, I wasn't. I'm sorry. I'm going to rephrase that. It wasn't great at all. Balance but I had started to, uh, yeah, I had started to feel better on the day that I was able to go back to work. And I was sitting on the couch in the morning, was fully dressed and ready to go to work, not feeling 100%, but able to. And um, similarly, thought I was farting, and it was not. And it was not the thing I wanted to start my day with. <laughs> Who does? <laughs> Who does? And and um, I just felt like a wreck of a human being that day. And that was like, okay. you know, the start of that disaster
1: of a day. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't that how it always goes, mm-hmm. right? With a poop in the pants.
0: at the
1: national park, at the national park, at the national park, follow you, I'll follow
0: you there. We would like to acknowledge that while hiking and exploring the land known as Indiana Dunes National Park, that we are on the traditional and stolen land of the Kickapoo, Peoria, Kaskaskia,
1: Potawatomi, and Miami people. Okay, so we had gone back to the Airbnb this evening after having done y'all ready for it. Mm-hmm. And one day we did nine, ten and two, the three dune challenge, the bog trail, the tour of the Bailey homestead and Mount Baldy. Yeah. We had a full full day. day. That was the last three episodes, y'all. Uh-huh. Well Yeah. 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 It was. I mean, there's a hundred trails episode in there that is not related to this yes. day. Yeah, but yeah, yes. Yeah. We get back to the Airbnb. We're exhausted. But this we, is our first true night of the trip, right. like hiking night. Hiking of the trip. night. Mm-hmm. So we are getting dinner ready, which mm-hmm. is Backpackers Pantry. Mm-hmm. And this is the moment that we have we have talked about mm-hmm. for many times mm-hmm. on this show the last mm-hmm. two years. Mm-hmm. And this is the moment where it happened. Tell us mm-hmm. what happened, Michael.
0: So uh, I was boiling the water for Backpacker's Pantry. If you're unfamiliar, it is a freeze-dried camping meal, and we were—we had bought a lot of it for this trip. And not we're an like, official sponsor. Not an official, but could be. And because we love it, and we were like, we're going to try to do some things on the cheap uh, as far as food goes, because we had intentionalized. We knew we were going to go out for dinner some nights, but we were like, we can just do Backpacker's Pantry if it's easy, and we're not in a camping situation as well. So I boiled the water. I'm pretty sure I made the Backpacker's Pantry the first night, too, when we had arrived. But this night, I decided that rather than putting the bag down on the countertop to pour the boiling water in, you know, with freedom of both hands and a hand nowhere near the bag where the water was going to be pouring, that I was going to hold the bag over the sink and pour the boiling water into the bag. And we can all imagine how well that went. <laughs> that was like talk about accidents happening. Somebody was tired and wasn't thinking. And I was like, yeah, I can do this and it won't be a problem. And it's
1: not like the bags are even insulated from heat really. They're hot once their water's hot. in there. And also the bags are just Designed so that you can actually open pop them, them mm-hmm. open, and they can sit, sit on a surface mm-hmm. level, mm-hmm. and they always do. While you pour the water out. Yeah. this was a moment where I definitely had like a. I was the parent in this circumstance, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Let me see your hand." What happened? <laughs> well, I heard you shriek from mm-hmm. the other room, and I came in, and I was like, "What is going on?" And you were like, "Well, I blah 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 yada yada," and I was like, "Huh." I was like, "Why did you hold the bag?" There was Just no compassion. There was questioning. Water. Questioning. There, I guess not. Mm-mm. I guess there wasn't. This that. is our relationship. Great. Uh huh. There's never compassion. No. Right. Mm-hmm. And you were, and you explained it, and I was like, "Oh, okay." I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty sure I like made sure that the bag was okay and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And, and then this I was is our like, relationship. I was like, okay, well, mm-hmm. we need to get a cold rag and put it on your hand and whatnot. And then mm-hmm. um, it just was like bad. It's just Yeah, really it was really,
0: rad. really irritated. I was like, okay, like you're actually not supposed to... I think cold water isn't the best for it. It's supposed to be like warm water um, to, to, to like help the burn. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I was doing. And I was like, okay, it's not so bad. It's just very irritated. Maybe it won't blister. But what I did do because it had started to throb a little bit was I did wrap it in like a wet washcloth and we kind of like let the night go on a little bit. We tried to watch a movie. They had like this Airbnb had like a home basement theater that we had access to. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So we tried to watch a movie. It was not the easiest to get like hooked up to one of the streaming services. So we ended up I think using a DVD
1: and we tried to watch Soap Dish if I'm not mistaken. So we, well what was funny was you had never seen soap dish. No. And I was like, you have to see this movie. Now there are parts of this movie that do not age well everybody. Mm-hmm. As particularly the ending. However, there are a few moments in this movie that are super iconic because Sally Field plays the soap star. Whoopi Goldberg plays her like agent and she's like Sally Field feels like she's like um being aged out of the soap opera that she's the star of. So like Whoopi Goldberg does this thing and she's like, do you want to go to the mall? And she's like, yeah, I do. And and, like it seems like they're gonna go to like shop or something but really all they do is get on an escalator and then Whoopi Goldberg goes oh my god is that blah blah so and so and then like the whole mall goes insane taking photos of her and she's like oh my, I didn't know all of you <laughs> thank you blah 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 and yeah mm. that is what she wanted to I do was at asleep the mall for this. <laughs> you were asleep for this because you fall asleep in, mm-hmm. mo- at movies but
0: my hand was also throbbing. so well yeah. I mean that but that's typical you though my hand is throbbing and I fall asleep at movies. You fall asleep at yeah. movies, mm-hmm. regardless yeah. of your hand throbbing or yeah. not. <laughs> um, so yeah, it wasn't, I'm not going to lie, like we, I basically fell asleep on the couch and then you are like, okay, the movie's over. I was like, oh, okay, and then we departed for bed. And I did not sleep well that night because my hand was not feeling the best there. But this was not a state of emergency. We were able to continue on. The next morning, some blisters started to appear and they would just continue to appear for the next week or so. So that was super fun, but enough about my hand in soap dish. What we had done this day is this was our second day in Indiana Dunes National Park. It was our last day as well, and we were really only going to hike in the morning, which was our plan. So what we had tried to do is intentionalize coming back to the Airbnb to shower because after this day of hiking, we were headed to Chicago and then to Milwaukee later that night. It was like a quick stop in Chicago and then a trip to Milwaukee to stay with our friend Alex. So we tried to pack everything up so that we could get out of the house early and then ensure that we were back in enough time before the reservation was up and we had to exit to shower and then fully depart. So that's what we kind of did.
1: Yes. So we got up very early. We had breakfast. We got our hiking clothes on. We were about to head out. Um the Airbnb we were staying in had a uh it was the basement level mm-hmm. and so like up top was this man with his family and kids and it was the summer mm-hmm. so they were home but I do remember like opening the door to leave that morning. And clearly, like, a giant sleepover was happening Yeah, that night. Mm-hmm. Which, like, love that. Great. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad they got to do that. Right? And it was just like, there were people everywhere. Bodies just on the floor. Kids. Kids. Mostly. Not, you know, fully sleeping. <laughs> fully sleeping. Yeah. Right. And so um, we basically had to climb over some kids in order to, like, get out yeah. the foyer and get out the door. Mm-hmm. But we did. It was an obstacle course. Mm-hmm. So... We get in the car and we head off. Mm -hmm. And the section of the
0: park we were headed to this day was the West Beach section. When we got there, we arrived and there were basically two kind of giant parking lots. This section is basically a beach, too, for beachgoers to just enjoy. Not that that wasn't the case anywhere else in the park that we had seen, but this felt like it was very much so the section that people come to to go to the beach at the lake. So we were kind of recommended to get there early because of this, but the parking parking lot, like I said, we came through two gigantic parking lots. It was really big and it wasn't that full when we arrived early in the morning. I think it was a Monday, so I think we were a little bit more in the clear there. We had made some choices on this day about our footwear. Dusty, what sort of footwear were you wearing on this day and what informed this choice for you?
1: Well, I believe I was still wearing my sandals on this day, right? Mm -hmm. I had taken these shoes with me that I had gotten on sale at like a DSW or something Mm -hmm. And they were sort of open sandals, but with soles. Mm -hmm. And we'd used them when we were in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And they were great, like, for when I needed to wear shoes while in the water, Mm -hmm. kind of circumstance. This is what I brought to wear on this day. And I had been wearing them the day before. And I didn't love them. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I'm going to give these another shot today. Yeah. Because they kept filling up with sand, essentially. Yeah. And like sometimes it was wet sand and it was just like now there's just like a whole layer of sand between my foot and the sole of this thing. Yeah. So that was really annoying. Yeah. And then what were you doing to keep your burned hand
0: safe? So what I did was I took an extra buff that I had with me and basically kind of created like, I think we had put some Neosporin on it. We wanted to keep it open, not closed off, but I had wrapped it so that the buff, which was loose, would kind of cover over top of that part of my hand so that it wasn't being exposed to direct sun and that it was sort of held by something. So yeah, so that's what I was doing on this day. So we were both in our... Little bit of our new situations here with our hands and also our feet on this day of travel and one of us was not happy about any of it and that was you. Wasn't
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't think you were happy about your hand. No, either. I wasn't. I wasn't. Okay, so the first trail that we headed to was the Dune Succession Trail and this is on the northeast side of the parking lot because of the nature of the trail. Um, in a park that is mostly sand. It is mostly boardwalk. And this seems like a popular trail in the park in general. We were excited to do it.
0: It definitely had sort of a three dune challenge sort of feel to it. But there
1: was a little bit more of a story to this trail. The trail itself is one of three loops in the West Beach area, including the Long Lake Loop, which is loop number three, and then the West Beach. Beach Trail, which is loop number two. So we
0: started right at the edge of the parking lot. There was sort of a pathway that leads you up to the beach, and you can cut off there to start the Dune Succession Trail. This would take us, if we wanted to go this way, but it would be in reverse to the back end of the Dune Succession Trail, but we would eventually come back on that later. The sun was up for sure, and it was full sun this day, but we were on the sides of some dunes where there was still some shadow, kind of on the west side of the dunes that we were on.
1: So we were in and out of sun here on this side. So we had to go east for quite a while here on this trail before we like hit the first set of stairs. And this is like boardwalk trails in Indiana sand dunes. If it's on a wetland or if it's through like water, then it's typically flat. Mm -hmm. But if it's around dunes, then they are stairs and elevated Mm -hmm. and the elevation changes Mm -hmm. and they're a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And this was a fairly new boardwalk section. And it took us up the first dune fairly quickly.
0: I think you already were sort of in slight annoyance about walking in the sand in your sandal shoes. Yeah. And you were were feeling pretty okay about the fact that you didn't have to do that here on this boardwalk. Oh, I was really glad Mm -hmm. we were on boardwalks Mm -hmm. for this reason. Yeah.
1: Certainly. It was a nice bit of elevation gain on these stairs. And from the boardwalks, we were able to see both the dunes and the green lushness of the forest nearby. Um, But eventually, we're able to see the lake and some of the structures a little closer to the beach.
0: At the start of the trailhead, as well as along the boardwalk, we found out that the Dune Succession Trail also had another name called the Dare of the Dunes, and that this was sort of in honor of someone known as Diana of the Dunes, whose actual name was Alice Mabel Gray. She sort of eschewed traditional norms of her time period and decided to live in the quote-unquote, wild among the dunes. She gained a local and national notoriety and was incredibly helpful in bringing attention to the dunes, which in essence helped to preserve these spaces. So she was alive sort of at the turn of the century. She was living in the dunes in kind of like the 1910s, 19-teens. And so this sort of helped the cause of the Prairie Club and some other organizations that were trying to get the dunes to be preserved for their historic
1: beauty and their natural beauty. So these boardwalks are amazing. A lot of them are new. A lot of them are made of treks but they took us through a lot of different types of biodiversity. We were over dunes, we were in forests, we were in wooded areas, we were near the water. It was just like a lot to see throughout all of this. Mm -hmm. As we kind of are on the dunes for a bit,
0: as Jesse was saying, we passed through a forest section. It felt very woodland and very wild, which, you know, in the grand scheme of where we were, being right next to Lake Michigan, this was all very strange considering that the lake, which is giant was right there. Eventually, after this wooded area, there's a lot of descent before we level off again. And this takes us through a little bit of a windy boardwalk, which then leads to more stairs and then takes us back up again before (laughs) diving back down towards the shoreline. So there's a lot of change in elevation here on the boardwalk, as Dusty was saying early on. There are so many lush trees and grasses that are clearly sheltered from some of the four dunes in the front which allowed this vegetation to be bigger and more established.
1: So eventually, and sadly for us, and for my Samples. sandals at this time, um, the stairs eventually bring us to like a deeper, sandier path. Which, according to the map, is bringing us closer to the shoreline of the lake. But we are still in woods here, and it is still deeply shadowed. But eventually, we break out of the woods to the lower dunes, which is still pretty lush with grass. Mm -hmm. So we walk down to the shoreline for a little bit. We see the beach. We see, you know, there were some uh, people working, some beach crews doing some cleanup dragging out the lifeguard stands, putting them in place. It did feel a little bit like the Jersey Shore for a moment. Yeah, it definitely did. It was like,
0: oh, here we are, you know, 13 hours west, and it feels like home Mm -hmm. for sure. There's a large set of wooden steps that, after walking along the shoreline for a bit, we come across And this takes us up to the complex where the bathhouse and the other buildings are for West Beach. After this first bit of trail, we're juiced for more hiking today, despite your crummy footwear and my burned hand. So with that, we make our way on to our next part of the West Beach trail area. And with that, let's take our first break. So we're playing walk-run, which is I'm... a game that we haven't played in quite some time. Okay. So in this game, we are going to ask what walked so something else could run or what ran because something walked. And yeah. so, like, for example, Madonna walked so britney spears could run
1: yes yeah or ariana grande could run or yeah. lady gaga could run sure right sure. sure and these are not objective by any means these are all subjective mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. okay so what walked so that um meo
0: and crystal light squirtables could run oh <laughs> i think it was kool-aid Oh yeah, I think Kool Aid so. indeed. Or I mean, um, adding what that was powder. the like the
1: Lipton tea, the iced tea mix, like any sort of like yeah mix, which that, like... I also think was able to exist because of Kool Aid. Okay, which we might have to take it all the way back to Tang. Tang okay. might be the originator. The original Tang Walker. might have crawled so that <laughs> Kool Aid could walk, so mm-hmm. that Crystal Light could run. Mm-hmm. That might be like the evolutionary status uh-huh. here. I see. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm.
0: true. I do. Remember, like, my mom used to make iced tea with that Lipton of tea course. mix. And that tea mix, there had a Can very specific something.
1: smell to it. It did. In the South, mm-hmm. never never allowed. Ever yeah. allowed. And no, all iced tea was made fresh. It was brewed correctly. Um, <laughs> and it was 80% sugar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, there's like a... Um, there's a place whenever I visit down South that I go to just for an iced tea. And I will get... Last time I went, I got like just a full on sweet tea just because. Mm -hmm. Um, And I can never have those again because Mm -hmm. I was wired for three Mm -hmm. days. I have to get half and I have to get half sweet and half Mm -hmm. on, as we say. There's a
0: place down south and I go
1: to it when I want sweet tea and it's filled with it. (laughs) There you go. Mm -hmm. There you go. Okay, great. All right. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, what walked so that Chia Pets could run?
0: Oh, what walked so Chia Pets could run. I want to say the Pet Rock. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, like but I do feel like they may have like originated at a very similar time. And I'm not sure. I love the 70s would be a better um, guide for me on this. But I do feel like something like that. Is like it's very kitschy. I feel like actually Chia pets walked so that like grow crystal kits could run. That's what I would say. Grow crystals, yeah. You know? Because Mm -hmm. it's like watching something happen over time. Yeah. Like that was the thing. Maybe it's, maybe it's, yeah, exactly. Maybe it's like butterfly. Like when you were a kid in school, did you ever like have like caterpillars like in like a terrarium that you would watch then turn into butterflies? Was that like a life science thing that you did in like elementary school? Cause um, I feel like that is sort of the thing that, that was like maybe I... was the walk for chia
1: pets. Because again, it's something that you have to invest some time into. No, that was something I saw happen on TV and Mm. thought, why aren't we doing that in my school? (laughs) And when I asked about it, my teachers were always like, hi, um... They need a lot of space and they don't need to be here in our classroom. Mm. Which is the I think the correct answer. But and I agree, like let's let like, caterpillars create their chrysalises mm-hmm. in nature mm-hmm. rather than like near our pencil sharpener. Yeah. Which is the right thing to say as a teacher, but I also think it's the right move in general. But yeah, no, we never had that. Mm. Okay. So that's what I feel like could also be like a uh, you know, the generative I, Yeah. It's I feel all you, about time. I really I think you're on something with Pet rock, too. Mm, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's winky and fun. It's winky and fun. <laughs> I feel like it gives it something a little extra. hmm And that's Walk Run. Okay, so we head back to the car after finishing the Dune Succession Trail. Mm-hmm. And we have to walk along the road for a little bit in order to get back to the car. And the dune succession trail only takes about thirty minutes. Yeah, it's to do. Yeah, it wasn't. It's long. not very long. Mm-hmm. I think it's maybe a little over half a mile. Being that it's boardwalk, it also
0: makes it easier in some yeah. ways than yeah. like wading through sand, trudging, if you will.
1: So, what was going on with your sandals at this point? At this was the moment where I went. Thank you for your service. <laughs> we have to move on now. Mm-hmm. I had. Been brought those shoes with me like i had intended to get rid of them generally but i brought them with me because Because you knew we were going to be in we're going to be in sand it Mm -hmm. might be a good idea to have Mm -hmm. these instead of boots i took the moment to go goodbye girl thank you for your service and thank you for playing and i tossed them Mm -hmm. and then i put on your actual boots my actual boots which were basically brand new Mm -hmm. foreshadowing to later And we've already talked about about it because it was on another episode. These brand new boots that I got, which like I had seen on the Internet, they were like out of Switzerland or something and they were like not cheap. And I was like, these could be great and they're supposed to be like light and feel like you're walking barefoot and blah, blah, blah. These broke halfway through the trip. And I had to like In Tetons In Tetons And I had to tape them And hot glue them together Not hot glue Gorilla glue Gorilla glue them together mm-hmm. Like um. We didn't have our mobile Crafting cart Through like The end of Smokies And I and tossed them were also Smokies tossed. Yeah I ended that trip with no shoes, less pairs of shoes. Mm-hmm. No, I had a pair of sneaks yeah. with me. yeah, And that is what I wore the rest of the time. Yeah.
0: So the next trail that we were headed to was the Long Lake Trail. Now, this is a trail that is sort of an oblong loop, which at the far west end of it takes you across the park road, which you drive in on prior to taking you along what is known as Long Lake. In order to do the loop, we had to walk back through the parking lot closest to the beach, which is where we had parked, and then get off and head to the
1: west a little bit through a little picnic area. So the Dune succession loop is about a mile While this loop is more akin to about a mile and a half with a little bit extra. um, There was definitely like a moment of uncertainty of like what to do and whether or not we were in the right spot and had we reached it when we got to the campground because it wasn't like clearly marked on any like section of trail. Mm -mm. From the
0: parking lot looking into the distance where it looked like we were supposed to go, it looked like a giant hill of sand that we were headed toward. And we basically just had to assume that this was the thing that we needed. Needed to do the picnic area had all these kind of nice but very simple structures that had tables underneath them and they acted sort of like shelters here Getting to the base of this giant sand hill was where the rail work actually began definitely was probably one of the trickiest parts of this trail running up that hill
1: again, Cueing Kate Bush all the way here. I mean, let's cue Kate Bush all day long, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Okay, so this sandhill was no joke. Mm -mm. I mean, I generally found all of the sandhills and all the dunes in Indiana Dunes to be no joke. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one was seriously no joke. It was quite an angle that we had to go up. The grunt work, real serious grunt work here Mm -hmm, this morning. mm -hmm. We warmed up on the dune succession trail, and now we were heaving ourselves upward into the air. Yeah, I think like there maybe was like one time where we were both like, let's take off our shoes and our boots and hike up in our bare feet. I guess
0: you didn't have the sandals here at this point. You must have tossed them already. No, yeah. I had already. Yeah, I yeah. said that yeah. I tossed them yeah. and it had already
1: moved to. Boots. Yeah, yeah. But it was so steep. We were like, our boots holding us back here or not? Yeah, we did, though. We did take off our shoes. Yeah. And then we did go through it barefoot up. Yeah. Up, to the
0: top and it was it was tough it was
1: very tough yeah having done so much of the
0: dunes on the three dune challenge in boots I think it was nice to just experience going up like this barefoot and I don't know that barefoot is the right answer here and I'm probably not but a
1: closed shoe would be the
0: right answer yes I am still glad that when we got to the top of that hill and heaved our way up that we had intentionalized a shower after this because
1: oh yes the sweat was also very real at this point the sweat was very real Mm -hmm. Okay, so we had made it to the top and now we were in a new section of this trail and the section of this trail had more compact sand up at the top so it was a little easier to walk on um and there was also quite a bit of shade mm-hmm. the other thing that made the sand hill uh difficult was the time of day that we were doing it like as the face of the hill is to the east so the sun was like we were in direct sun doing that whole thing yeah even though it was early um yeah. it was still a very warm day bordering on hot summer day
0: yeah the first section of the trail here is just under a mile before we are going to reach the park road to loop back along Long Lake. This was sort of a slow and steady uphill that we were making the entire time through this wooded area. As we walked through the section, it felt a little more like what we had experienced on that first day within the state park. Sort of lush trees with lots of undergrowth, and we were able to see a lot of this lush green originally from the crest of the hill on the dune succession trail, which we had done first the state
1: so, this section was beautiful, but as beautiful as it was, it was also filled with a lot of bugs. Mm-hmm. Tons of bugs, specifically flies like mm-hmm. mosquitoes, mm-hmm. gnats. Who wanted our blood? Mm-hmm. They, want, they were out they for were blood. Out for blood. Yeah. These bloodthirsty little creatures. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we were, we just covered ourselves in bug spray. Yeah. I and think. We had to keep covering ourselves yeah, in bug spray.
0: I remember just parts of this trail. I think you were laughing at me because I was walking ahead of you and just waving my arms over my head like I was voguing because the bugs would just not leave me alone. It had to be like a constant arm motion over my. Head
1: to just keep the bugs away, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't cute, it was spastic. <laughs> yeah, it was. Though, what was great about this area was that it was cooler here mm-hmm. and definitely shadier. Mm-hmm. There was like a cloud that had sort of like come over and was sitting to block the sun that was for just a little me. bit. <laughs> well, the dark cloud is always there. I know
0: what I'm getting in mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. So, we as we're hiking this are subtly gaining some ground and some elevation here as we continue on the long lake loop. It really didn't feel like it was going to be our journey on the side of the trails to be doing so much elevation gain, but it was. It ended up being that. So just something to consider as you're thinking about hiking this. Eventually we do encounter some stairs within
1: the woods, which is a nice change of ground as we were walking. There are definitely points on this trail that feel like walking in the woods, like we could have been walking in the woods anywhere. Mm-hmm. More so than like say like 9 10 and 2 because yeah. those felt like walking through marshland. Mm-hmm. This felt like just walking the woods sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, we also passed some structures and some park maintenance buildings here along the side as we were walking in this area. Yeah,
0: it felt like kind of like the back lot tour here. It like did.
1: we were seeing all the behind the scenes stuff at Indiana Dunes. Mm-hmm. And while like I wouldn't say it's like grand, it's definitely was a peaceful walk at this point yeah. in the day mm-hmm. and felt very grounded and like some solid ground to walk on. hmm mm-hmm. Because we had gained a good deal of
0: elevation over time, and there was gain and loss in this section, we had to descend back down towards the park road. And there are some switchbacks here and some stairs that take us lower and lower. Eventually, we head back towards the park road and have to cross it to continue
1: on the trail that's going to take us closer to the lake initially this is very flat but it is clear that we will also need to make some continued gain and that we were essentially headed up a ridge that overlooks long lake and with that let's take our next break all right it's time for drag corner for those who have just joined us recently We invent drag names all the time. That's something we do on hikes. And we have a list that we are constantly updating constantly. So yeah, once every episode, we bring a queen to life. Because it's something we do on the trails all the time. Something we do on the trails. And we, we are deeply here for drag performance, drag queens, drag kings, drag royalty, drag everything.
0: Well, if you've been listening to our Pride mixes this month, then you'll, you'll know, know why. That. <laughs> That's right. I also like in the final full-length episode of the season
1: you decided Listen, to some- explain drag corner. Uh, listen, somebody is going to drop into this episode mm-hmm. having never listened to any of our episodes before and want to know, like, oh, what are the West Beach trails like over in Indiana Dunes? And then we're going to get to Drag Corner and they're going to be like, oh, I guess they do this, but mm-hmm. I'm just giving them a little context. Okay. Great. We bring a queen to life with a name that we have added to our list because mm-hmm. we write drag names all the time. Right. We do. And so, yeah, it's Drag Corner. So. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage Leah DeLand. Leah DeLand. Mm -hmm. Her first name is spelled L E A. Mm hmm. And then her last name is spelled
0: little little D E and then land capital L A N mm. D. Leia Deland.
1: I'm wondering if like she could have like L A N D E mm-hmm. and like the E has like the two dots over it. Mm. She could like a umlaut. Is that what that's called? I don't know if it's called that, mm. but yeah. So I'm sure someone might pronounce it Leia Deland. Leah Deland or Leia Deland. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so who is Leia Deland? She's a surveyor queen. (laughs) oh my god wait like a surveyor yeah like she's out she's got her little scope Uh Mm -hmm. she's wait she is just serving but Mm -hmm. serving is spelled with a u like survey Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she's serving survey yeah right i feel like she probably has a look that is like a topographical map
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm into that. And mm-hmm. I feel like aren't those like things like yellow and black? Like the survey uh tools? They might be. Yeah. Sometimes they are. I do feel like she's definitely got like a uh, I feel like she also could have like a lasers, like a laser look because like they're sending laser messages. I feel like
0: there could be like a, (laughs) I feel like part of her show could be like very much so like Catherine Zeta Jones and entrapment and there's just lasers (gasps) across. (laughs) Yeah. And she has to get through the laser field. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. And she's
1: doing that while using her sensuality, using her, like her, you know, cat suit, Mm -hmm. move, Moves, all that but I also see her lip syncing during mm-hmm. like it's a number oh absolutely what song is she lip syncing to when she's like moving through all the lasers oh my gosh this is a great question okay the song I'm thinking about is My Head and My Heart by Ava Max okay it's definitely got an espionage feel to mm. it, and it's also just like a total bop. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I just think it could be fun. Right, exactly. La, 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 la. And I feel like part of her. I feel like part of the the number mm. is not only like navigating through them, but using her like superpowers to move them, mm. and then like oh, they become powers. part of her show. Like, show. Mm. Exactly. Okay. Oh I'm here for First
0: the lighting tech nerd in you is just like alive, alive. <laughs> absolutely Yeah Leia to yeah. land Leia De Totally what
1: is her merch Great. Maps
0: and I think it's t- like maps. upcycled maps. Yeah, I think in- she could also. I-, I think she could also do that song. Could then somehow mash up into maps by the yeah yeah yes. Oh, <laughs> totally. She could have a totally uh,
1: like her second number could be. I maps. think
0: once the lasers become part of the act, mm-hmm. it's like that's where you get that guitar like riff mm-hmm. at the beginning.
1: I think she's got like a like a, a an emotional number mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. maps. I mm-hmm. think, I guess. Mm-hmm totally Mm -hmm. like
0: interpretive dance
1: exactly Mm -hmm. so what's her merch
0: I think her merch is maps I think it's I think there's some maps that maybe they're like
1: sassy maps like of different neighborhoods or something Mm -hmm. like that okay sassy maps Mm -hmm. welcome to the stage sassy maps. I just think that her like her whole thing she could also like and I I imagine like down at the bottom when it has like you know the little the little part of the map that tells you how to read it it Mm -hmm. could just go this is a Place for legends. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think she's got she's a maps queen. She's uh yeah, she's an elevation queen. She's a laser queen. She's a laser queen. She's got it all. So Thadies and Gentle them please welcome to the stage. Leah Deland. Okay, here we are in the final section of the West Beach area. The West Beach area. Mm So we have to climb up this like ridge line along this like long lake loop. Mm-hmm. At this point, it was like completely clouded overhead. There were some like, is it going to rain ominous sort of clouds hanging there. Mm-hmm. But we have to head up into this one area up top. And as we start to gain more and more ground, we start to see slivers of the lake over the top of the landscape. There's a ton of
0: overgrowth slash undergrowth here on the trail, but it was definitely less buggy in the more exposed area without a ton of canopy above us. Eventually, we come to the top of the crest, and we see Long Lake, which feels, again, very wetlandy. Not that either of us have been to the Everglades yet, but I definitely
1: felt like, huh, this must be what it's like to be in the Everglades here in Indiana. Still, wetlands, I mean, we are speculating here, but we would imagine that wetlands are, when it comes to their water, slightly more brackish in nature. Well, I guess here probably not, only because it's not saltwater. But right. I feel like a it's lot of the times you might water.
0: experience that sort of if brackish. it's a, if it's a along a ocean shoreline wetland you'd probably
1: have some brackish yeah. water happening yeah so we continue along the ridge line we're treated to more views of the lake which is indeed it's very long and but. We can see more because there are like less trees on the ridge Mm -hmm. now. This is uh, giving us less obstructed views. So eventually we make it down to like the base of this ridge. There's a much darker sky now than in the start of the day. It makes us a little worried because we're like, oh, are we going to get stuck in the rain? But we have to just keep going.
0: Yeah. As we start to descend, we get much closer to the lake here. And it's not just an elevation, but an actual distance. So we're able to see a lot more than we were from up high, including some of the west. Land plants within the lake. Sort of abruptly, we make an exit at the bottom of the hill and have a bit of what looks like a long stretch that's going to take us further away from the lake and through an open field of sorts. This field hugs the ridges of the initial part of the long lake loop that we had started when we had been up top by the campground, and it's sort of sheltered on the one side because
1: the ridge is to our left and the lake is across the field to our right. So there's a lot more dune diversity here than we expected. Yeah. There's some cacti. Many of them were flowering. Definitely things we didn't expect to see in this park. No. Again, more biodiversity. It's one of the most biodiverse parks in the MPS. Yeah. So we hike through this open field and we hit a juncture point which takes us either to continue along the lake on the West Beach Loop or to take us back to the Long Lake Loop and then back to our starting point. And we opt to continue along the lake. As we head to the right on a fairly short section of trail, we
0: head back into a bit more canopy and less of an open sky area. This is where we get even more diversity of the park by way of animal species. We got to see both frogs and some newts or lizards here on the trail, which makes sense because we were s- close to the lake. So
1: as amphibious creatures, they'd be, you know, looking for water and looking for dry land. That's right. Mm-hmm. This last loop is only about half a mile. Mm-hmm. It's only just a little bit to get back to the parking lot after that. Mm-hmm. It's going to drop us off close to where we started earlier today, but not where we started this loop. Now, the nice thing about this section of the trail
0: is that quite honestly, it takes you closest to the lake. So we get more views here than we sort of got even when we were on the ridgeline. There's a parking lot area here, so you can drive to this section and get out and stroll. And the lake is basically right along the trail here. So if that's something that you don't wanna hike the whole thing, this is a great spot to be able to see the lake and get
1: a little closer to it. So as we continue to hike the lake, it started to look less and less watery and more and more green. And there's a lots of water plants along the lake here. There were some jut-offs of the trail that, you know, could take us a little closer if we wanted to go out. Not a ton of them, but they were here and there throughout. A little while onto this trail, we came across another person and who was very excited and wanted to let us know that he had just spotted a heron and also a beaver on the lake and pointed out like where we could actually See them Mm -hmm. I wasn't birding At this time But I'm always Love a chance To see a heron Mm -hmm. So we were intrigued So we headed down One of the little Trail viewpoints At the lake And very quietly With our own Level of excitement And you know uh, we, obviously, this is a
0: formative birding
1: moment Obviously. Yeah. And then we like sort of sat here to try and like see... The heron and the, the beaver. The heron and the beaver. Which could describe you and I. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the heron and the beaver. It's I true. think that person was talking about us. That's right. But um, this ended up just being a bust. We didn't see the heron or the beaver. I think we were like, oh, there's that. that That's the beaver right there. It just was a log. <laughs> So Um, just a lot. Yeah. I mean, it was nice to get that close to the lake and see kind of like the rich diversity of the aquatic plant life there. And there was a ton of it. Like it was, again, we say that the lake looked mostly green. It kind of looked like a field at a moment, but it just is all aquatic
1: plant life, which is incredible to see all of that there so we get back on the main trail it takes us back away from the lake and that brings us back to a much more open field um but it starts to become a little sandier and um, we can tell we're getting a little closer to the beach
0: The last little jog that we have to take of this trail is basically taking us essentially to the starting point of the dune succession trail, the very sandy section of it before we hit the stairs. As we continue to walk, we get deposited back to our very initial starting point for the day in the parking lot. And when we're here, we basically are finished for the day with hiking in the dunes. We quickly kind of pack our way into the car because we had a long day ahead of us because the rest of this day involved travel between two cities of the Midwest, both Chicago, which you had never been to before, and then to Milwaukee, which which I had never been to before, to visit our friend Alex, who was living in Milwaukee and still is. Um, So we wanted to get back to the Airbnb shower pack up and then head out so that we had the time to do
1: everything we wanted to. Let's put these on the Karen Stone scale.
0: So we have the Dune Succession Trail, or the Dare of the Dunes, the Long Lake Trail, and the West Beach Trail. So okay. what do you think about Dune Succession? Mostly boardwalk, but elevation. I'm gonna say a four for mm-hmm. me, because it is a lot of stairs. Mm-hmm. I'm saying a three. Okay. Yeah. Because I as much as there was elevation through stairs, the ground was very level the entire time. With the exception of with the exception of the small sandy areas that we had to kind of go through
1: at the beginning of the trail and the end of the trail. I thought it was level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do remember people constantly saying, they're like, oh my God, if you have time, get over to the West Beach yeah. and don't forget to do the West Beach section. Yeah. A lot of people skip it, and, yeah. but don't if you have time. Yeah. I'm really glad we did. Yeah. And um,
0: clearly you can see the time that we, ha- I mean, there were some sections of Indiana Dunes that we didn't make our way to, but we did hit like, I feel like the major all things the major areas, and we yeah. also got to the state park. So definitely you can do it in a day and a half, less than a day and a half, Really? Yeah. If you, you do could, a lot, you could make you could it all also, happen in a day. If you, you could killed do yourself. it in two days, if you, <laughs>
1: yeah, I, if you wanted to space things out a yeah, little bit better, yeah, 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 two days is probably the best yeah. way to do it. Yeah. So yeah, okay, so seven out of twenty Karen Stones yep. for the Dune Succession Trail. Mm-hmm. So how about the Long Lake Loop Trail, which is takes you to the Long Lake, but doesn't necessarily take you around the Long Lake. No, you start on the ridge line,
0: basically yeah. above it, and then you come. Close close to it for a moment before you're heading through a field and then hitting the West Beach Trail, which takes you closest to the lake. I'm going
1: to give this a five. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there was quite a bit of grunt work involved in a few at a few moments.
0: Yeah, I was thinking like a five or a six year, mostly because it was just annoyed by the bugs too. But mm. yeah, there's a lot. I'm going to say five. The grunt work at the beginning, then there was a lot of like gradual gain, then coming back down to the park road and then having to come back up. There was a decent amount that you had to do um, to kind of make your way along this trail. It wasn't level really at any point. It was like you're constantly shifting the cat your ground here. So, yeah, five for me. So, a 10 out of 20 mm-hmm. Karen Stones. And then the West Beach Trail, which is the last loop of this sort of three loop succession here. I think maybe a four for me on this. And I'm going to go with three because yeah. it was pretty flat for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still sand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's looser sand at some points, but a seven out of 20 here
1: for the last set of trails in season five. It's true. Mm-hmm. You'll hear about, we're going to talk all about the trails of season five in our summit summit episode Mm -hmm. our final final episode of the season Mm -hmm. summit part four Mm -hmm. which is all about the hiking trails of this season
0: right but for now let's end this episode how we end all of our episodes
1: with some jeopardy style trivia all right, Mike, are you ready for some Jeopardy! style trivia? I am. Okay, I think I'll get started today. Great. Okay, so I was inspired by the phrase Diana of the Dunes. Great. So my game was also inspired by this, but a different word um, great. and a different trail title for this. Great. Great. So here we go, Diana of the Dunes. In this, what you're going to have to do is there's a different femme name okay. and a different structure, Okay. but they are all alliterative, just okay. like Diana and Dunes. Great. So you're going to have to name the new fem-sounding name mm-hmm. and the new natural structure. This is very eerily similar to my. <laughs> <laughs> is this my
0: um, Prairie Home Companion? It is. Game very very uh-huh. similar to that from the yeah. last episode. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, you are you ready for 100?
0: Okay, I'm ready.
1: The central character of the Sound of Music, while singing in the Swiss Alps, she would be called what? Not Diana of the Dunes. Maria of the mountains. That's right. Uh, okay. Mar- Got of it. the mountain. Mm-hmm. i was like matterhorn <laughs> okay for 200 the young girl in the nutcracker while standing at the tall edge of this landform is, you don't know her name is it
0: anastasia
1: oh it definitely is not no no
0: i don't know her
1: name um okay that's okay that's okay do you know the, the tall edge what landform? is it cliff Right. What is so, Cassandra of the cliff? So it starts with a C-L
0: What is Chloe of the cliff? Wouldn't you love it? What it is Clarissa of the it? cliff? Definitely not any of those I'll give you one more guess What is uh, Clarice of the cliff? Oh, you were so close It's Clara of the cliffs Okay,
1: Clara of the cliffs That's right Okay, for 300 <clears throat> The actress who played Rose in the Golden Girls At the edge of a river What is Betty of the Banks? That's right mm-hmm. That's right for 400, the actress who played Murphy Brown while standing at the bottom of this vast open formation. What is Candace of the Caverns? Open to the open air. C-A-N. What is Candace of the Canyon? That's it. Okay. Yes. Okay, and then for 500, this singer of vacation, circle in the sand, and heaven is a place on earth, while standing in one of these c-shaped sand dunes what is belinda of the blowout that's right <laughs> <laughs> there it is and that is maria of the mountains okay. i guess i guess. Or, or like diana, diana of the, the dunes, dunes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so my game is inspired by the other name for that
1: trail which is the dune succession trail and it's, this is all about a hbo succession it is so good luck who's now a sponsor a show why i've never watched <laughs> um could you so, imagine yeah
0: right yeah um so this is all about people who have succeeded others not necessarily oh. in royalty but maybe in royalty okay. too <laughs> great so it's all about successions
1: all right are you um, that guy on the internet who's like putting an asterisk every time it says Queen Camilla, but saying Queen Consort (laughs) under every single post. Mm -hmm. That's me. All right.
0: For 100, this very prominent succession happened recently after a female monarch who long held the throne died and her son was crowned king. So you're going to name the original person and the person that succeeded in this game. Something to just also remember. Oh, okay.
1: okay, I see. Mm Mm-hmm. I see. You think this has nothing to do with mm-hmm. you. Okay. You go we to your it. closet. We get and it. You we get it. lumpy blue sweater, for instance. We get it. Who is Elizabeth II mm-hmm. and now Charles? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody's happy about it. Okay. For
0: 200. While there have never been heir apparent leaders in the United States, there have been sons succeeding their fathers as president. The first pair were an early group with presidents Jefferson, Madison, and Monroe between them. Who is John Adams and John Quincy Adams? That's correct. Mm -hmm. For Three hundred. This communist island nation about 90 miles south of Miami underwent a succession from one brother to the next after the first brother, who held power since the 60s, had failing health problems. Was it Castro? Yeah. Can you name both of their first names? One of them is Fidel. Uh Uh-huh. And I don't know the other one. Who's Raul. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's Cuba, obviously. We're talking Cuba, about Cuba, okay? Yeah. For four hundred on this Comedy Central News satire show, the long-held seat by this New Jersey resident was turned over to a South African comedian after he decided to give up the chair. Well, it was um,
1: John Stewart, mm-hmm. and then Trevor Noah, who's also also given up his seat. Yes, mm-hmm. and they haven't named a successor quite yet. No though so many people have guessed it Mm -hmm. and they've all nailed it. Sure. Every one of them. Absolutely. And for 500,
0: the mantle of Captain America is turned over from Steve Rogers to Sam Wilson in this culminating Avengers film.
1: Oh, so I'm just naming a film? Yep. What is Avengers Endgame? That's correct. Look at you doing so well. I've never seen that movie. Well, it waits for you at some point, maybe. I'm sure.
0: Yeah. Okay. And that's season five, (laughs) y'all. And that's season five. Stay tuned for our Summit episodes, which succinctly wrap up our season in four different ways. Histories, environment, visitorship, and hiking trails.
1: That's right. It's sort of like a time where we take all of the trails and parks from this season and we talk about all of them in the same place together. It's true. Through four different lenses. It's true. And that is what's happening next. This has been Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast, and we're here to remind you to hike early and hike often, and that adventure is always out there. Gaze at the National Parks was created and is hosted by us, Dustin Ballard and Michael Ryan. To see images from this episode, follow our Instagram at, gaze at the national Parks to contact us email us at gaze at the national parks at gmail.com and to find out more about the parks visited on this show visit our website gaze at the that's gaze g-a-z-e All original artwork featured on Instagram, on our website, and in the key shop is by me, Michael Ryan. All original music was written and performed by Dave Seaman and Mariella Klinger, with Sean Sclio on guitar. Our music producer is Skylar Fortgang. This episode was edited by me, Dustin Ballard. We would also like to acknowledge that while recording
0: this episode, that we are on the traditional and stolen lands of the Lenape people, also known as Ocean County, New Jersey.